1: This isn't the right part. When are we gonna get back to the Bapa doos? I just know the bop-a-doos lyrics. Oh, ooh, bappa doo! Nah, damn it. We the baba doos. Ooh-ooh! This is the only good part of the song is the baba doos. Why is the song so long? There's no reason for this. We just need the bop-a-doos. Wait, here we go. Baba doo! Bapa D E E, it's easy. As a word, but do de- do de- do. De- I do love a good Bapa do A Bapa dee he. <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> What's up guys? So bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. This is part two this week. I just I finished a four-hour podcast that I just released. And I was like, you know what? I gotta do a part two. But I wanna make this good because Southern Charm just came back. And I watched it, and I was so-so on it. But I needed to talk with my friend Kiki Monique. You guys know Kiki, at the Talk of Shame. She, uh, she's a genius. You know her from TikTok. you got to go follow her on Instagram, the whole deal. She's amazing. She's been on the show before. But I was lucky enough to get to talk to her about it because she is a big Southern Charm fan. So I was so curious to see what she would have to say. And it's so funny, you guys. It was such put me in such a good mood, a good place, because, you know— uh, I By the time you're hearing this, the election might be over. So what's it like in the future? Will I be sad? Will I be happy? What do you guys think? You guys are in the future listening to this. You know this is crazy. It's, oh my God, it's, I'm so jealous. You guys are in the future. I have to like sit through this next day and you're probably listening to this on Wednesday night or Thursday. Wow. Anyways, I do want to play a clip really quick. Uh, because we talk about it in the the podcast, and I want to make sure you guys know, and they actually reference it in the first episode of the new season of Southern Charm, is that remember, so Austin is going out with Madison in the show. And remember Madison busted Austin when he was trying to have a three-way at his house at like 7.30 in the morning, and the girl on the couch took a video of Madison coming and laying laying down the law, and Austin was trying to push his like boner down? Um, yeah, I said boner I hope you guys didn't make the mistakes Of playing this around your kids Boner, boner, boner Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-boner ba boner ba buddy. ba ba boner Ba-ba-ba Boner, 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 boner <laughs> Oh, God, it's late at night Um. So I'm going to play that clip for you Because I just wanted to listen to that together Because I think that'll really get us in In the mood This is this is fucking Madison. bullshit. Madison. You are an insane person. Hey. Oh my oh, god. god. Yeah. Fuck. You keep me like this is M- embarrassing. M- Madison. I'm having a conversation. On no you're not. It's 7 fucking 30 in the morning you crazy person. Madison. Madison, Madison, I will remove you from this house physically if I have to. You are being crazy right now. I know that. The fact that you recognize it does not make it okay. So stop. Stop it. Thank you. I'm not really Madison! Shut the f- good, good, good. This, this is craziness. <laughs> this is fucking craziness. This is crazy. So. What the fuck is the matter
0: with you? So why are your panties laying by the bed? Because they slept in my fucking bedroom. (laughs) And what the fuck Uh, is the matter with that?
1: I like to party. Oh, Madison, (laughs) I'm so fucking embarrassed for you right now. Yeah, this this is is crazy. This is like, like they're crazy. Dude, that's amazing. This guy had two girls in his bed, and he was still able to gaslight Madison. He's like, you're acting crazy right now. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. You walked in on me with two girls in my bed, but you're acting insane. This is ridiculous. It shows such a lack of manners, Madison. Madison! Madison! And he's, like, pushing his boner to the side the whole time. He's like, what? This is crazy. What are you? It's 7.30. We... Don't wake people up. You're waking people up. That's rude. I can't I at least we have manners, Madison. The door was shut. Why would you do this, Madison? She literally he literally gets Madison to say that she's acting crazy at one point. I'm like, that is that is a true that is an art. That Austin got her to, like I mean Uh, Anyways, uh, so anyways, here is my conversation with Kiki at the Talk of Shame. Uh, This is our recap of Southern Charm Episode 1, and uh, it's a lot of fun. I hope you guys dig it. Also, uh, on that account, this is what we're doing on the Patreon. I have so much content on there now, and uh, I'm doing the new season of Don't Be Tardy with my friend Maritza Lopez. And this past week, we did one, and I think the first 40 minutes is... Not even on Don't Be Tardy. It is some of the most crazy personal stuff that's really funny, I think, out there. And I think you guys would crack up if you heard that. Also, I did Real Housewives of Orange County recap with my friend Emily Clayton. The first 40 minutes of that is amazing because it's—before we even get to the OC. And I do Real Housewives of Potomac the last two episodes with my friend Amy Fields. So you got like— Just this week alone, three extra episodes. I know you got plenty of content for me, but if you need new episodes and stuff, it's like five bucks a month, and I'm trying to do this for a living, so it's a little commercial for that, because I think this is is good stuff on there, and I think you guys are going to really dig it, because it's not just recaps. The recaps always kind of involve a personal thing, so enjoy that, but enjoy this one for free. Hey, this one's for free. This is what drug pushers do, right? Hey, first one's free, bub. Uh, Anyways, here is my conversation with Kiki at the Talk of Shame on Southern Charm season premiere. You guys, I had a crazy idea and luckily I found the perfect person to do this with me last minute. My nerves are shot waiting for this election. So I have decided to recap the season premiere of Southern Charm, a show that we are really on the f- fence about over this last year. But uh, I decided to watch it and I found the perfect person to recap this show with me. You heard her on this podcast earlier, a couple months ago. You would know her as uh, the talk of shame. Kiki Monique welcome back to the show
0: hi so glad to be back
1: well now Kiki the last time you were talking to me you were moving from New York to Los Angeles correct
0: I was, and I did.
1: And how did, how is that going? How did that how did that all work out?
0: Um, it's definitely not New York. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it all out, but at least the, the the weather's nice.
1: Yeah, the weather is 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 good. Did you have you have you been on any hikes yet?
0: No hikes. I did go to Malibu um, because you know I'm obsessed with uh, the seafood shack from Fast and Furious. I think we talked about that yes. last time. Um, <laughs> So I went there, hung out on the beach, ate some seafood. So that was
1: the most outdoorsy thing I did since I've been here. Okay, gotcha. That's I mean, that's all you need to do. I mean, I would prefer any outdoor activities to involve food or drink. Yeah. Um, and by the way, because we had we had uh, DM'd one time because it was when the Lakers were playing, and you were looking for like outside bar areas. Which I was like, God, I haven't been outside in like six months. So who (laughs) (laughs) knows? I know. I love a
0: dive bar. So I'm still trying to find
1: the perfect outdoor dive bar. And LA has like the best dive bars if you can be inside, you know? Yeah. And that's the problem. Now you are known for your amazing, uh, your your amazing. Why am I TikTok account, um? Which, by the way, I still have not gotten the balls to actually do a TikTok because it just it scares the hell out of me. Yet you have mastered the art of that. Has any interesting things happened from your TikTok in the last couple of months since we talked? Do I? I don't know about interesting. I've just had (laughs) like
0: really. I have some really amazing followers who really. um, I have good conversations with, and they lead me to a lot of more gossip, which is even more amazing. So I love that. Yeah. Um, But other than that, just same old gossip.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, it is. It's just one of those things where, like, you gave me the courage to, like, at least. Like I had an account, but I put it back on my phone and you gave me the courage to like look at it again. And then I just, (laughs) I just got scared and stopped. I was just, I was like, I can't do this, but I know deep down I'll eventually get there. It just scares the hell out of me. You'll love it once you do. Oh God. It sounds like a drug, uh, drug pusher. Um, So you, the reason I had started to uh, get turned on to you and what you do is that you were originally talking about Southern Charm uh, because you had pointed out that a couple of the earlier episodes that involved uh, plantation, the plantations that these people owned in their past got pulled from the Bravo website for Southern Charm, right?
0: Yeah, and so that just, it blew up. I didn't expect it to. It was me just being like bored watching old Southern Charm episodes and being like, where is that episode? And then, yeah, they they admitted that they had tried to hide some of those old episodes and,
1: and edit out those scenes. Now, uh, the big conversation that a lot of Bravo lovers are having is that, I mean, are we ready to watch Southern Charm again? Or is, is it, it, did too much stuff happen? It's It's such a loaded, all these things are loaded with the time that we're living in right now. But then we talked about seeing the preview for the new season and it was like, okay, it seems like they're actually talking about these things.
0: And that's that's my whole take is that like, you know, I know people are very like divided over cancel culture. Yeah. And I always call it course correction because I want to give people the opportunity to make it right. I don't want to just cancel you and be like, okay, forget about you. I want to know that you wanna learn and grow and that's what they are saying they're doing. So I have to give them at least a shot.
1: Well, it could because in the preview, like we had talked about, you know, you had the taking down of some of these Confederate statues. You had talking about Catherine, she had put a monkey emoji towards an African American lady, I believe. Yeah. There were some really intense things that had happened off camera that they're actually talking about on camera. So I when when people were like, Well, I'm over Southern Charm, I was like, Well, I'm not. If they're if they're talking about these things, I wanna see that
0: yeah i mean that's that's what we wanted at least that's what i wanted so i want to see how they handle it and if they don't handle it appropriately well then i'll call them out but hopefully we'll, we'll see what happens
1: we will call you out <laughs> um no but you so so i was like kind of really excited going into episode one which is called the good shepherd which is like great title guys we we get that there's a guy named shep on it <laughs> like do you think that do you think that they do that around the like the uh, the producers of like let's spitball names for the episodes and somebody's oh. like good shepherd and they're like I love it I love it and I would love to be in those meetings I love naming things that I know isn't that where no you're touch. like you you're like I'd kill to be in production sometimes because just on the titles alone I could think of so many lame things <laughs> yeah. that's why I wanted to work for the New York Post for so
0: long they had the <laughs> worst headlines
1: yes. with the best it really is and sometimes you're just like damn they nailed it today wow yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so I was like really excited going in and I guess after you, I've watched it twice now. What was your, what was your impression uh, overall of this episode? Oh, there were so many impressions. Like,
0: where do we begin? I mean, where it started, where, you know, like, um, Austin and Craig are living like out their frat boy fantasies by being
1: roommates together. Yeah, well, I, I, well, see, there there were so many great things like that, which we'll kind of go over, but yeah. then but then at the like I I didn't I felt I I left feeling empty a little bit because I felt like it really or maybe I'm just you kind of missed those three ladies that have left.
0: Yeah, that was the that was the the saddest part was was them. And the funniest part was I had um I think I had re uh, on my Instagram. I had done something where um, Cam had posted something, and I put it in my story. And she actually replied. What'd she say? That, um, I'd have to look at it. But she she was so nice, and I was and I I told her. I said, you know, I'm so sad that you're. I'm gonna miss you so much. And and she was just so nice. Like she's just the nicest person. I know it's just DMs, but she was just so gracious and nice. And the fun. I was. I told her the story about how. I had wanted to name my first daughter Palmer. And this was way before she had was even pregnant, had a kid or anything. And I was like, then all of a sudden, years later, she had a kid named it Palmer. And she was like, oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Jason actually came up with that name. And everyone thinks it's like this old family name, but he just thought it would be like a badass name for a girl. And I was like, that's exactly why I wanted to name my girl Palmer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, so... Pretty much, you have partial claim over that or over her daughter.
0: I feel like yeah.
1: I do. yeah. yeah. Well, no, and see, and Cameron—that's the thing—is that I've made not made fun of, but I've said in the past where I'm like, well, what does Cameron really bring to the show? But I think what you just said is that she's so nice that it kind of balances out certain other energies, and she has a long history. I mean, she she started in the real world on MTV for God's sakes.
0: Yeah, and she just has that energy. Like, she's a nice girl, but she can like. Get, get at you when she needs you yes. and, and that's and that's my type of chick I love that type of chick
1: so we're missing Cameron we're missing Chelsea the hairdresser who I mm-hmm. I really kind of enjoyed because she kind of put the, the men in their places chef tried to hit on her when Austin was like kind of dating her for a little bit and I love that and then also Naomi's gone yeah um, and she has the really hot boyfriend so wait 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 is he really hot I think he's hot he's just he's well a- built he's not hot is he And he's a doctor. Oh my God. But he's like, he kind of did that thing where he like mansplained to her last season a little bit. And he did, they kind of seem like such a perfect couple where you're like, you feel like he'd, he'd be like, 10 p.m. Time to turn out the lights, and then they don't have a TV in their bed. You can tell that the couple that doesn't have the TV in the bedroom, they turn off the lights at 10, and then they get a full eight hours.
0: Oh yeah, I I could never. He would never date someone like me because I am like a garbage lady. Like, yes. Like, no, I want to drink yes. all night yes. and like party. Yeah, but he's
1: still, yeah. he's still good looking. He's still a doctor. Okay, cool. But I just but, but he's lame. Other than, but he's, he's he has he has a career and money in the bank, but he's lame. Other than that, he does not stay up all night fretting about things like I no, do. No. So, um and i and also this is kind of off topic but what did you i i hate naomi's new nose
0: I was surprised she did that. I, she's so pretty and it, she just looks like a different person. I was, yes. I was shocked
1: that she did that. And it's like, she looks like a different good looking person, I guess. But I thought her old nose made her look so cool and unique and like very pretty still, you know? Yeah.
0: she It's the Jennifer Grey effect. Like, oh Jennifer my God. Jennifer Grey looks nothing like Jennifer Grey. And I'm like, but why? And
1: for all you young kids out there listening, Jennifer Grey was the lead in that movie, Dirty Dancing. And she had like the best nose and she was a good looking girl. And then she got a nose job and you couldn't even tell tell it was jennifer gray anymore no i was like who is this <laughs> i will not watch a dirty dancing sequel <laughs> with you um so we start the episode and i i kind of like i wish you know because they do the and i wanted them to like slow it way down of like, bah, bah, doo, bah. like make it like really like kind of like threatening a little bit because I feel like there's a storm coming in Charleston, but mm-hmm. uh, they still have the same opening. Nothing's changed there. And they start off the episode with clips for the whole season. And, um, and they kind of, this is the other thing I was remembering and they bring it up kind of lightly is that clip of Austin when he gets busted by Madison, trying to have the three way. <laughs> one of the best clips ever. Uh, he's he's trying to push down his boner and he's like Madison, Madison, come on, Matt. No, Madison. And he's really, he's literally trying to push down his boner. Like it's oh. so bizarre. Oh my god. Um so uh by the way, i probably offended Kiki 10 times already on this. No, podcast. I I do not get offended okay, at all. Okay, good. Um so we're in Charleston, and this is what you said. We start off in Craig's house, or, or well, we, what we think is Craig's house. Craig wakes up. We see someone in in what I thought was Craig's bed, but it's it's Austin, and it's in Austin's house. Yeah. And Craig is living with Austin now because I guess Craig had a, 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 a asbestos yeah explosion
0: in his house, like he was doing a house check. And all of a sudden, he has an asbestos explosion
1: or something. It's so funny. Craig is one of those guys that I, if I talk to any of my girlfriends, they Craig can do no wrong even though he's kind of a mess.
0: I don't understand that because like – And I know I'm going to offend some people that I do like. But people who have Craig as their favorite cast member, I do not get them at all. He, he does only wrong in my eyes.
1: Well, it's like – and here, I, I can say this. I'm a man. He's extremely good looking. He's extremely good looking, but he's a mess other than that. And, like, yeah, good luck. I'm so happy your sewing pillows worked out for you, but it, it's probably not because of Craig it worked out. It's like he's the kind of good looking where girls and guys want to help him.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: You know, where they're like, hey, I know somebody that could get that working for you. Like, he's that guy that people just offer their services to. Totally. And because last season we even had, remember when his assistant was like working out of his place and like would have to wake up Craig?
0: Yeah. Like he needs everyone to like, he, he everything has been handed to him and he, he thinks he's working really hard. He is yeah. not.
1: But girls will be like, oh my God, he painted one of his nails. He's, oh, he's a hero. <laughs> So, uh, we see like these quick flashes of everybody. So that's, we don't know that's Austin's house yet, but we see Craig. Then we see Madison driving her son. Um, then we see Catherine with her two kids. Uh, we see Shep with little Craig. So we're catching up with everybody in these little brief snippets. Um, Patricia, um, is, uh, talking about a little bit of dog couture to go through with, uh, with Michael or house man. Do you think Patricia and Michael have ever hooked up?
0: No, definitely not. She definitely would not. not. She, no, I don't think she's the type that would h- hang out with the help. I mean, no, really
1: hook up with the help. Not, <laughs> no, it's not in. See, this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking we need to write some fan fiction where he makes her a whiskey sour, too many, and then she's like, <laughs> "Michael, come here, take off that robe, take off that house robe, you know," and like. And, like, they never talk about it. It's like, you know, what goes on behind closed doors and Charleston stays there. But, yeah. like, I just I just have this wild thing that, like, they never talk about it, but maybe something's happening.
0: Oh, I can't believe it.
1: Fine, fine. You're not—you're no fun. <laughs> Jeez. You're out of my fan fiction. Okay. Um, so we go to Austin's new house, and this is where— we find out they're actually living together. They're both wearing robes. Uh, Craig's wearing a, uh, Patricia dog robe. If you notice it has one, of you know, Patricia's couture that puts the dog Uh images all over. And Austin, I found out from the Instagram is wearing the same robe that Brad Pitt wore in fight club.
0: Yeah. I saw that. And someone was like, who wore it best? And I was like, that's not even a question.
1: Could you imagine? (laughs) It's like me putting on something Brad Pitt wore. I'm like, Hey, who did it better? Yeah. Um, but also, like, isn't it insane that we live in a society where somebody even picked that up? Like, that's what a what a beautiful mind that noticed that.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, people can pick up anything like it's I, I did a video where I had like a little sliver of an American flag that flashed for point one second. And somebody <laughs> got so mad at me. And I was like, I don't even remember seeing that American flag. I didn't even know it was here.
1: <laughs> so um, uh, Craig says um, he he had a he was decorating his house last year we find out about the asbestos and it's like cute they're talking about uh doing laundry together and craig left his laundry in overnight which is like craig's at somebody else's house and he's like leaving wet laundry in- or something and austin's like hey you're gonna have to do it again and craig's like no i'm fine which is just like craig's just the laziest
0: but then didn't at one point, I don't remember if it was Austin or Craig, didn't they say they just leave their
1: underwear and socks <laughs> no, in the dryer?
0: Like, what is that? that that's That's Austin.
1: <laughs> that's Austin. That's what I'm saying. These men are goofs, man. Like, these men are goofs where, like, that is, like, Craig leaves his clothes in the washer and Austin leaves his clothes in the dryer and he just picks out of the dryer. <laughs> so gross like it, it it does show and there's a scene later in this episode where Madison's like been up for a couple hours driving her kid to school and calls Austin and like wakes him up and he's like hello and she's like do something today he's like stop it <laughs> it's like he, she's just he's just another kid for her exactly yeah which i mean i'm not i'm not i mean i don't have a huge opinion on Madison really but it is kind of like when you look at it of like people doing things and people doing nothing like she definitely wins over austin
0: well yeah and then like the fact that they got into her backstory some like the fact that she got married at 20 and had a you know she was yeah. super young when all these things so it, it it makes sense why she feels so much more grown up compared to him but he's just so much more childlike compared to her
1: but do you think that says something about like what women will accept you know is that they'll accept the very least oh
0: absolutely i mean i I live it. I mean, I'm a woman who has accepted the very least. I don't know why we do it. Sometimes maybe we feel like we're going to build a man and, and make him better, but I don't, I don't know why. We has do that, that
1: ever happened for you? Have you ever built a better man?
0: Oh, I thought I was, but no, <laughs> no. that's it's... why I'm single.
1: <laughs> Every man I've been with, I've tried to build a man and I'm single. So what <laughs> I wonder if there's any woman that's like, I really did it. I built a better man, you know? Um, <laughs> So uh, Craig is cute. He's like, I'm going to go make breakfast for us. So they're doing a cute little, like, we live together thing. Uh, we find out his company is doing well. He's a facility, facility that's making 1,000 pillows a month. They did pop-up shops and pillow parties in 25 different cities. Good for you. But, but, like, he
0: didn't explain the pillow party. What what happens at the pillow party? I want to know.
1: And also, I mean, for all, like, at, at a certain point, like, are these is the pillows just for the Bravo audience, or is it getting past the like Bravo audience where these are like good pillows?
0: I I, I have to imagine that really it's just the Bravo fans that are buying these pillows.
1: Yeah, I mean I, that's what I'm saying. Like, is it? I don't I I don't think we're gonna see like a Chrissy Teigen Target thing with Craig. You know?
0: No, definitely not.
1: Um, the, the, the interviewer and the talking head says, you know, did you ever think this was going to be so successful? And Craig was like, I always knew it would, but no one else thought of that for me. You know, (laughs) I love that. He loves himself. I love that. He believes in himself, even though he knew he was doing very little to have anything happen for him. Yeah, absolutely. Like that kind of ignorance is just amazing. Um, uh, cause we did a flashback here of Naomi laughing at Craig sewing and a flashback. What do you think about flashbacks on Bravo shows? I've been noticing recently that I'm I'm just noticing so many flashbacks on all the episodes and I'm of like Housewives, everything. And I'm just like, I remember these episodes. I don't need to be constantly reminded.
0: I mean, I love a good flashback because I know that when they themselves are watching the show in real time, they've they've probably forgotten some of the things they did. So I like them to be reminded.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's like, I want them to watch it while I'm watching it. Like, I want them to be like, hey, we're going to put a flashback and we want to get your reaction while we watch it, you know? True. Um, Austin also points out that Madison gave him a plant and it's still alive and he's all proud of himself. Like, that's how little these guys do. Oh, where yeah. it's, he's like, hey, my plant's still alive.
0: Yeah. And he thinks he's, yeah, he's, he's done something. You've done nothing.
1: Yeah. And we also find out from Austin that him and Madison took, uh, took time off from each other um, after the reunion, because uh, if you guys all remember um, Austin uh, didn't stand up for uh, Madison at the reunion because he had told, he had told a secret that Shep had given uh, what's her name? Chlamydia. Is that right? Yeah. Chlamydia. Uh, Who was the character? To Danny. To Danny, yeah. And then at the reunion, Austin was like, I guess I just must have misheard something.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, that is like the worst lie you could tell. Like, it just, you guys were talking about something and
1: you just, that doesn't even make sense. I was also like, what rhymes with chlamydia that he thought he could have heard? You know, like what could have even been in that ballpark? Um, So I love that they took six months off from each other. and, And then- they, they they needed to get back together, which is just like, what amount of thirst... Like, was there not attention being given in both sides where they both thought they needed each other, you know? Well, it's just... It's clear, which it
0: grosses me out because I am not attracted to Austin in the least bit. But it's obvious that he has, like, BD. What's BD? Big Dick Energy.
1: Wait, Austin has
0: Big Dick Energy? He clearly does because these women, like, Chelsea and Madison, like, they... <laughs> are they loved like when they're with him they love him and I just don't get it. I don't get it at all. So that's Wait. And he is tall and lanky. So my So so you
1: have a theory that he has big dick energy. See, but I don't I always thought Big Dick Energy was like extreme confidence.
0: Well he has that too you don't think he he
1: has doofishness. Like he also gets picked on by he gets picked on by Craig and Shep all the time and he seems like he takes it.
0: I mean but I feel like he thinks he's I, I think he feels pretty confident. I mean he might Feel a little more beta around other dudes that are a little more alpha, but I think he thinks he's super confident. He acts like he's super confident. But like I feel cool
1: like I chick. feel like that big dick energy would be wasted on him. He looks so like cookie cutter and stuff.
0: Oh, I mean, I don't get it, but there's something there that these women oh, are great. drawn. Now to.
1: I'm gonna have to go back and study that threesome video where he's pushing down his little boner to see if it's big or not.
0: Well, because remember, in like the first season where he was introduced, he was like, "Oh, I'm little Shep. Everyone thinks I'm a little Shep, but I know I can get any." Like he thought he could pull any girl over Shep, so. He oh, came into, okay. Like
1: that's interesting. Yeah. God, that's interesting. Okay, so um, Austin uh, also says at this point, did you see Catherine's story on Instagram? I guess you can hear Thomas's voice in the background. So this is the first we hear of Thomas, because from what we all thought, Thomas is done with the show. He is not asked back from the show. He had uh, allegations brought against him that I believe are very true. Um, I mean, I think Thomas is a complete dick.
0: Yeah, I don't
1: even know. There was nothing needed for him to be in that scene. So, well, that's a, So like we just hear that and then we go to Catherine's house and we see St. Age 4 and Kinsey the girl. And Catherine lets us know that custody with Thomas is finally settled after three years. 50-50 with Thomas. We also said they're getting along and then all of a sudden, guess what? We see Mr. Moose Knuckle in his tight white jeans coming down the stairs. Thomas is there. Ugh. Like what? Oh, I mean, what the wait? What is the what is your theory on why did the show act like he's not in the show at all, and then all of a sudden put him in the show and put him in the show before the first commercial break?
0: Yeah, I I, I don't understand. Like that to me is already strike one. Like you say that you're trying to like be this change show, but then yes. bring back Thomas. Like strike one already against well, you.
1: But all, I just I just there was nothing added by his appearance. So I'm like, where? Who did this? And I know I know. Patricia and uh, Whitney are producers on the show. So he's been very vocal about Patricia on Twitter, like calling her a whore and stuff. And I'm not even joking. You've seen that, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, what I'm also thinking is, like, is that Twitter shit? Is that, like, is, is that him trying to play along and, like, try to, like, goose, like, attention and stuff for the show? Because, like, why would they put him—I mean, it feels like the worst decision— like if you're going to get rid of the three or the three ladies aren't coming back, you're going to add, you're going to keep Thomas.
0: I think it was for shock value because I, I maybe they thought it would somehow make people be more invest. I don't know. Shock value only is the only thing I could think, but its shock value in a terrible way
1: yeah it really did like it really kind of was like weirdly upsetting because i was like wait a sec this because he also said i'm definitely not on the show i'm definitely not on the show on twitter and also like even with all that said like who the fuck wears white jeans oh those jeans! like for, for men too like men in white jeans you can't trust that you know with writing on them too. Yes, like that's like like that's be and, and people with white writing on their dreams. You got to be under the age of thirty five for that, you know, and like European. It, it was all bad, and it was so tight. It was like, and and like he tucks his shirt into his jeans, and it's just like, dude, it's like a polo shirt tucked into the jeans, and we find out he's been staying. Or he, he's been letting Catherine stay in the guest bedroom in the in the main bedroom at Thomas's place. And Catherine says, we're not back together. And um, and this is my note where I just wrote, fuck him, fuck him, fuck him. <laughs> um, and he's like, Kenzie likes it when we're two of us are together, you know, uh, and he's like, what you learn in school, Kenzie? And he's like, you know, I learned about caterpillars. <laughs> And Saint's like, I learn about bodies and hearts and planets. <laughs> and he's like, all right. And I'm like, I don't want to see a normal scene with kids, you know? No, no.
0: Because you're not, he's not a normal person. He doesn't enjoy, he doesn't get to enjoy a normal story,
1: storyline. No. Yeah. I mean, and he's like, he's abused women. I mean, like, yeah. I, it's, it's not even a, I mean, this is on record. And I just feel like it's like, what a weird hill for this show to die on, you know? The
0: only thing I can think is that like his, publicist reached out to Bravo begging to give him a chance to be like shown in this light. Maybe he didn't even get paid for it and they were willing to take them up, like take him up on the offer and he just did it because he's like, this is like the best way to show that I'm a good father.
1: Well, I-, I agree with that, but then I think there needs to be a, they need to go a step further and I include people like Jackson in this, if like, if you're going to be like, if you want to be shown in a good light, go all the way with it. Don't be an asshole on social media. And these fuckers cannot stop but be assholes on social medias
0: yeah exactly
1: like it just it just feels like well why not go all the way with it and just maybe stay off social media and you're gonna look 20 percent better at least exactly um so we but they you don't even shy away from it like Catherine goes you know last year you know their dad was being charged with sexual assault um so like they they do bring it up in the episode yeah um but Catherine's waiting for the townhouse her grandfather left her must be nice to get done. Uh, and sadly, we find out her mom had been diagnosed with breast cancer four years ago, and then it came back out of nowhere, and she was dead in a month. And she felt um, and she felt bad because she knows her mom felt guilt about not preparing her for her life, and you know her her you know all the instances with Thomas. And I gotta say, is that the mom. I hate to say this, but the mom probably did feel a lot of guilt because I don't, I think Catherine's a very messed up person.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you just think back to like the first time we saw her, I mean, how old was she? Like 21, 22? Very young.
1: Very, very young.
0: And, you know, it felt like in a way she was, I hate to say it, passed around between these guys on the show. And they bragged
1: about it. They bragged about it.
0: Um, and that was, and that was seemed to be all she knew. It was like, I need to find a man to take care of me because that's what I've told. Like, that's how I've been raised. Like I need, you know? And so,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I just, I, I, and, and Catherine does a couple things later in this episode that I kind of were like slack jawed about, but, um, so basically, um, and this is the point where I was just like, wow, he's doing a, Thomas is doing a full scene. It wasn't a cameo. Um, So now we're back to Madison in a new scene Waking up the seven-year-old Hudson Uh, This is where we learn about Madison a little bit more Like you said, at 20 she was married 22 they had Hudson And divorced by 25 And it's hard to be a young single mom She has her own business That's why she's pushing to be so successful Because she doesn't have a choice to be lazy And right when they say that This is her calling Austin to wake him up at 11 in the morning You know?
0: (laughs) Yeah And I I did like, I mean, again, I don't know how I feel about Madison, but what I did like was seeing like how real she was. Like when she told that story about being the single mom and she's like, there's times where I had a client in the chair and I had to leave him in the chair just to go pick up my kid and bring him back to the salon. And it was like, okay, she's like a real chick because that's something, you know, my hair's hair's.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, like, I, I, you're right. I mean, you're totally. And you know what she that's what that's why I get confused, because she is such a go getter that I'm like, why Austin? Like, if you're a go getter, go get the good men, you know,
0: I think she just doesn't know how to not be a mom is the problem. And she'll realize that's that great soon enough.
1: Oh, that's awesome. That's perfect. I, I didn't. Even, yeah, you're right. You're totally right. Um, so Then we're back to Patricia's house. She rings for Michael. And he's like, Shep's coming over. Do we have enough liquor in the house? I I like their, their stupid little banters. Of, like, he's like, I'll check, madam, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. And the fact that Shep has to get, like, totally dressed up. Yes, he does.
1: like even step foot in the house. He's like, it looks like he got a haircut for the occasion. <laughs> he goes in. She's having a bourbon sour. He's like, I'll have one of those. All right. You know? And he lets us know that he's there because he wants to have a little shindig and he wants her to come. Uh, do you know what a Shinoa Zuri straw is?
0: Um that I don't like, I don't either. Like, yeah, I
1: I guess that was in the whiskey sours and, and she made a point of saying that. And I've never heard of one. I just didn't know if that was one of those things that only girls know or something, you know,
0: (laughs) I probably should, but no,
1: but, um, and then Michael, the Butler brings in peaches, the supposed attack dog that that she just got. (laughs) And it's a cute little dog. I don't know. They're like, Patricia lives on a different planet.
0: Yeah, I hope she's at least, like, getting these dogs from shelters. I would really hate to think she's getting these dogs from breeders. Oh, do
1: you, you think Patricia's getting them from <laughs> shelters? Do you uh, really think Patricia is getting them from shelters? Uh, I don't. But yeah, I like, uh, no, no, way. Uh, no way. No way. the Shep also then lets her know, uh, like, I-, I want it to be a dumb and dumber party, which I know Patricia has no clue what that is.
0: I mean, to be honest, I actually didn't. I mean, I knew what it meant, but I didn't really know what it meant. <laughs> Oh, but see, like she, I think exactly. that's such
1: a male thing that you're like, oh, he's going to wear the stupid tux, you know? Yeah,
0: I mean, that's all I figured. But other than that, I'm like, so then what else happened?
1: Yeah. So we get to, he says, you'll get to meet Taylor, my new girlfriend. This is like one of the first times we find out that Shep has a girlfriend. And Patricia asks, are you inviting Madison? And we flash back to Madison Shep fights. And he's like, of course I'll invite her. He also says he doesn't want any enemies at the this point. And Austin is with her, so he wants to respect his friend. And then in a talking head, he's like, you know, you got to either five the elephant or dance with the elephant and i'm dancing with the elephant okay shep okay man um but patricia does say to him he's like you the last couple minutes you really have had an angry jerk moment or two which i thought was dead on
0: it it was um i'll say that when he had those angry jerk moments i wasn't always offended because they were usually directed at katherine and she usually deserved it um but then he, there were other times. Yeah, because Craig,
1: like, like the Craig stuff, he was like, he would get really angry with Craig, really angry with Austin. And then he was like kind of rude to like certain females, you know?
0: Yeah, that, that, that was where it just kind of got like, oh, uh, you're just getting crotchety.
1: Yeah, exactly. The crotchety is the perfect word. Um, but we also find out Shep started talking to a therapist and she's amazing. And Patrice is like, huh. And he's like, "Yeah, I want to slow the process of being an angry young man." And then Patricia says that she's beyond self-examining, which I thought was a great line. And also, I bet Patricia's the kind—I think there's a certain type of person and like certain age range where they think therapy is a complete, like it—it's—it's it's not necessary ever, you know?
0: Yeah, her therapist is Michael in that bourbon sour.
1: Yeah, That's yeah. Her form of hey, come here, Michael. Take that top off. Ah, yes. I know you won't <laughs> let me do that, much. um. So now we're in a new scene. Shep calls Craig in his car to tell him about the dumb and dumber formal. Um, and uh, it just, yeah. And, and Craig's like, yeah, that sounds like a Shep party. And he he asked, should I invite Cameron? And Craig's like, yeah, invite her. I think last year left a bad taste in her mouth. And, um, you know, I think she feels like, I don't know. She's basically just invite Cameron. So that's settled. And Craig says he's going over to have a bite with Catherine. And this is when you realize you're like, oh, man, these guys are going to have to do a lot of the heavy lifting on the show. And they're all lazy as hell.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't like that they have to carry the show at all.
1: Yeah. Because I almost think that I'm like, oh, wow. So, like, is that why Shep's throwing his Dumb and Dumber party? And are we going to see, like, a Craig Pillow party? Like, are they going to be throwing more events the guys because all of a sudden they have to step up?
0: They have to be, because, I mean, like, who else is going to do it? I mean, Patricia can only throw so many uh, formals, uh, whatever her man formals are. Like, yeah, they're going to have to do do all the stuff that normally the girls were taking care of before.
1: And do you think Whitney, like, Whitney makes an appearance in this episode, but he kind of stepped back from being, like, a main character on the show a couple seasons ago. And do you think that's because he was made fun of so much?
0: No, I don't think he cares that he was made fun of. I think he prefers to be behind the camera. And I also think he's pretty like in tune like he wants to act younger but he knows that like he's closer to like the thomas's you know the ages like i think he's like this is a young show i need to kind of step out of the way because i'm gonna look foolish
1: it almost upsets me that you kind of stuck up for whitney right there it almost like you really gave whitney so much credit right there that i had a visceral reaction when you did if you could see my face i was like oh (laughs) <laughs> it's Like I disagree with you, so I don't know. I I still think about that one scene with Whitney when he was dating that girl and they were in L.A. and he was playing the guitar for. Oh, her. God, yeah. Could you imagine cringy. allowing cameras to be on that? You know, cringy. Um. So, Craig uh, is meeting Catherine and he talks to Catherine. He's like, "Yeah, I need to get my nails done next week," and Catherine loves that. You know that he knows about soft gels or some shit <laughs> like that, and. <laughs> Um, Catherine orders a bourbon Coca-Cola and this is when we find out that Catherine is drinking again and she lets us know that she went to rehab for weed. That's all. Which is like,
0: (laughs) does anyone go to rehab for weed? I mean, I'm not trying to make fun of it, but
1: like, is that like the
0: rehab you really go for? I, if
1: if you, if you're going to rehab for weed, I feel like we could possibly find better ways to spend that money, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like it's not, No.
1: I feel like it's almost like, well, we know it's something else, but Catherine's like, fine, I'll say it's for weed and hopefully people will buy it, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> weed is just not a, it, I mean, it's definitely a, it can be make you lazy at times, but it's not as destructive as, of a force as other drugs, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's legal in a lot of places.
1: Yeah. I mean, my dad says that all the time. Not to my mom. He won't tell my mom that he <laughs> smokes weed. So, um, so, um, she says, uh, if she wants a drink, she's going to order a drink. And Craig says, lets us know that he actually cut off Shep for months because he was such an asshole. And Catherine agrees to him. And Craig, I guess, told Shep, whenever you're ready to be a better person, I'm here. And he's like, well, you know, since Shep got his girlfriend, I do think Taylor has made him a better person. And Taylor is the reason that Craig is letting Shep back into his life because he's not a miserable, lonely piece of shit, he says.
0: Which is surprising. I, I was really surprised that like Craig was the one laying the ground rules. Like I, I know, like, really.
1: I know. I was like trying to think. Like, have I ever laid ground rules with friends in my life? Like, I don't know if I've ever had experiences like that yet, where I've had to lay a ground rule. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. But um, so so he also lets. He's like, well, I hope Cam can come to uh, Shep's thing, and um, he says something about Jason being a proponent of Cameron coming or something. And then this is when Catherine says that she heard Jason, Cameron's husband, is having an affair.
0: And it was so, the way it happened was so weird. And I don't know if it was the editing, but like Craig's face, as he was saying it, it felt like he kind of knew what was going to come out of her mouth. He was like
1: uncomfortable, but then also had this weird smirk. Yeah, it it it, you guys. If you've watched it, you know what we're talking about. But if not, check out his face because his face drops and then like smirks and then it's almost like, oh, you're really gonna do this. And we found we have a uh, you know at the end of this episode, we find out Cameron texted and said, "I can't believe you're talking about this on camera." And I think that's a huge part of this is that once it's on camera, it's out into the show. If it's off camera, it's like a different story. But Craig's like, there's no truth to that. There is no truth to this, so why is Catherine saying this, you know? And Craig goes, I love gossiping as much as the next person, but I know it's not true. Yeah. And he like, I can tell you that it's not true. He's adamant about it. There's like no mincing words. And at this point, it's like, I really am like confused. Why is Catherine saying this?
0: I mean... There's so many reasons she could be saying this. And look, in my heart of hearts, I I would have a hard time believing that Jason would be the type of guy that would cheat on Cam. It's really hard for me to believe.
1: But also just time-wise, like it's like he's a doctor, he has a family, like these things aren't just like things where you can go out and have affairs, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not. And so I, I don't really know if it's because And I personally, I think it has something to do with her getting back in good graces with Thomas. Because I think Thomas has a bone to pick with Cam,
1: too. Yeah, I really do feel like this is where I kind of kind of got disgusted with Catherine a little bit. Because I was like, you're just doing this to, like, say shit. You're trying to start shit that really there's no there was no proof of it. Or we didn't get at least hear any proof of it that she, she just heard a rumor, you know?
0: Yeah. And she's not bringing any receipts. I mean, she's saying, I mean, like, I just feel like if you have some sort of gossip rumor, you have history behind it. Like, where'd you hear it from? How long ago was this? Like, I, we, all she did was kind of like, that's what I heard. And then
1: shrugged, shrugged her shoulders. But it's just like all rumors are so funny. It's like all that, like, you know, like all the QAnon bullshit I hear all the time. And like Tom Hanks eat babies and stuff. Like, have you heard any of that stuff?
0: I I have heard some of it, but I just sort of let it go. Well, it's
1: bizarre because I'm just like, Follow that down the path with me. Okay, so Tom Hanks works 16 hours a day on shit like sh- movies. Where is he going to find the time to be in a secret underground cabal where he eats babies? And then where does he even get a taste for babies to begin with? Like, think <laughs> about this. Like, this is just not... Like, you just like... do you, I mean, where... Who got him into baby eating? At what movie? Like, was it during Splash? Like, what? I, it just makes no sense. And this is the kind of shit we need to, like, calm down with because it's like, Catherine, you just can't say shit. There's got to be some fundamental rules and especially on these shows... Where where you just can't make up stuff because it's entertaining, you know?
0: Yeah, and, like, I know she needs a storyline that's deflecting from the storyline that's so negative about
1: her. <laughs> yes, I well, but but with, like, Which we actually have proof, you know? Like, yeah, with yeah. her stories, we have Thomas. We have all the proof there. We have Catherine stuff. We have proof there. You can't just make up something about Cameron and her husband without receipts. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, we get to the next scene. Uh, Shep is talking to Taylor with little... Uh little Craig, their dog, um and they're giving him a bath, and we find out that Taylor um when they first met, lied to him and or uh, lied to him and told her she told him she was a marine biologist when they first met and shep uh she said something about shark sex, but Shep actually knows about shark sex. I don't know it was supposed so to weird it was like a meat cute, but then it proved that Shep just knows weird facts about things, yeah, um. But he says he's sort of finding his feet with Taylor because he's been single for so long and it's hard to get used to it. And I that that actually I thought was very relatable of like when you've been single for a long time and you start letting somebody into your life, it really is hard to like get used to that again, you know?
0: Oh yeah, especially when they're in your space. He said like five nights a week she's over there. Yeah. Oh, like somebody like, you know, you leave the bathroom, maybe the bath mat is in the same position. (laughs) Like all of those things that you're used to when you're single and like, now it has to change. Cause I'm I are
1: around. Like- well, you forget like when you, and I call it like, you know, when you've been out in the cold so long by yourself and you come back inside, it's, it's, it's hard to get warm again, you know? Yeah. Um, so, uh, Austin and Madison, they're getting ready for chef's party. Uh, they're trying on outfits. The first outfit she comes out and he says, it reminds him of Mulan, which <laughs> is like, what a weird, like what a weird reference for Austin, you know? <laughs> Like does is Austin a big Mulan fan?
0: Yeah, I don't know. But like then when I looked at the dress, I was like, oh, I see it. Yeah, I see but it. Like, but what, but what a weird, what a yeah.
1: weird pop culture reference from Austin, you know?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, she comes out in the second sparkly dress with a cowboy hat. He really likes that. Uh, he asks her if she's nervous for the party. He's like, no, I'm not nervous. Uh, they this is where they show a little piece of the Madison threesome video, uh, which I loved, and. Um, then Craig's coming to the party, uh, the party place where they're setting up and meets, uh, her name is Leva, I guess, Le- Leva or Leva? Uh, Leva. Leva. And she's been on the show before, but now I guess she's kind of a main character this season.
0: Yeah. Which is surprising. We didn't see her till like 35 minutes.
1: Into I know. And they kind of, I was just like, wait a sec. I think she's the girl from the preview, but I was like, oh, I guess they have to set her up. So this is where we find out that he tells her what Catherine told him about Cameron and her husband. And she wants to know why she would maliciously lie. And Leva is one of Cameron's friends. So, uh, Leva says he's the best man I know in life. And that's like some miserable shit that Catherine's pulling. Um, Leva says this need, this rumor needs to be dead. Um, then we're in a new scene. Chef pulls into the party with his lady. Of course he is dressed in a dumb and dumber tuxedo. Uh, there is a live band. We got spicy Palomas. We got food being passed around. Um, Madison and sh- like Madison comes in with Austin, Madison and Shep cheers. They're, uh, you know, supposedly getting along at the beginning. And then all of a sudden we meet these two, this couple, Peter and Liz that are Shep's friends. And all of a sudden they're fighting, which I'm like, what are they fighting about? But we don't hear the fight. We just see that they're fighting. And then we find out that Peter And Madison slept together at some point. (laughs) Out of nowhere, this comes. And they're not even mic'd up.
0: Yeah. And that was, I mean, I'm sorry. That had me cracking up because his girlfriend was really heated. And I just like...
1: Didn't understand why she was so angry that they slept together. Once. Well, do you think it was because like, now it's going to be on the fucking show. Like they're <laughs> filming, they're filming. And now we got to do this, you know? And what's great though, is that Madison, because if you guys remember last season or the season before Shep brought the girl from the threesome video to a party and made Matt, like put it in Madison's face. So Madison literally thinks Shep is doing the same thing here. And Shep is swearing up and down that he is not doing that at all.
0: I actually believed
1: him. I did too. I did too. Because I I really did like there's this if they're not if they're not mic'd up or anything and shout, like it just it wouldn't make sense. Yeah. And Charleston is a small town from everything I've learned about this show. So it seems like a lot of people have slept with a lot of people.
0: I'm sure Shep has slept with everyone in that room. Are you kidding me? Including Craig,
1: you know? <laughs> uh, but, but Shep's like, in this case, Peter is a friend of all of ours, but it didn't cross my mind that there would be a problem. Um, so Whitney comes, uh, pulls up with his mom, Patricia. Um This is I just Whitney comes in He's like looking sharp bro To like all the guys I love when Whitney talks like that (laughs) Looking sharp bro Uh, Danny shows up with Catherine Craig comes out And this is when we meet another new cast member His name is John Pringle And what do you think of John Pringle, Kiki? I I don't Yet Yes (laughs) There's not a lot to think I mean But what cracked me up Is that he comes in And everyone's like what a good looking guy. What a, like panties are dropping. Like, and I was like, I get. I mean, like, I don't know. He did a lot of beard work in the scene because he has a beard, but I mean, I was just like, I mean, it kind of like, I would love to be like a John Pringle type where you walk into a room and girls are just like, whoa, but I didn't even think he was like all that. It reminded me of like, a Will Ferrell movie when he's supposed to be like the hot
0: guy. Yes, walk in the room and everybody's like, "Oh my god!"
1: Yes, I, I mean I was just like, "This is what?" Because like, "Who's that?" You know, like everybody was like, "Who's that?" And. You know, even his beard isn't, like, full. Like, there's, like, a big patch in his beard. Like, there's a big (laughs) patch of white space in his beard. I'm like, he doesn't even have a full-grown beard. And all the girls are just throwing. Like, this is how small Charleston is, that they're, like, fresh meat. We love him, you know? That's what I think it is. It's more about the fresh meat versus,
0: like, what he looks like.
1: And then on top of that, we find out he has two sons and an ex-wife who live in San Diego, you know? Yeah. And um, Shep says, you have to be worried Uh, about John Pringle because he was the guy back in the day you couldn't leave your girlfriend around which it seems like all of these guys are the guys you couldn't leave your girlfriend around you know yeah
0: it's just again it's giving me very like old school frat boy vibes of like remember when like no
1: yeah so Patricia introduces John Pringle to Madison and uh This is a point. Also, then Patricia asks where to Whitney where the food is, and it's just tray food. And she's like, "Ah, I wish, I wish I I only have good food at my parties." I guess (laughs) you know. Um, She goes, "A chef party is not my kind of party," but it's like, yeah, like you're the oldest person at this party. Yeah, like you're the only one that's going to have canapes and all of those things. (laughs) Um, Patricia says to Madison, "You and John Pringle should get to." get your kids together and play which she's like working her Patricia you know like magic of like trying to get people together
0: yeah she never wants the people the girls that are with the guys to be with those guys yeah totally trying to
1: <laughs> and she says to Aust- she goes Austin's a child John is a man <laughs> How do we know that? We've I know. I, mean, I agree with her on the Austin as a child. She's already 50% right. But you can't just walk into a party with a patchy beard and be like, that's a man. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? It makes no sense. And also, is he a man? He has two kids and an ex wife. Does that make a man? Yeah. In like- San Diego. if Last I checked, that's not close to Charleston. <laughs> it, it upsets me. So, and then Whitney goes to John and goes, I heard you play the guitar like a fellow guitar player, you know? Oh, God. And we get a clip of John Pringle playing and singing a little song on a little ditty, you know? Oh, God. And that's the guy, like, you watch Summer House, right? Of course. So uh, it always cracked me up when, uh, what's his, the other model, the the new model guy? Oh, yeah, the blonde. When he would come back from drinking and he would be playing guitar in his room and he was horrible at it. (laughs) <laughs> like, horrible. Like, he never got any note on that. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, he's so good-looking that people have led him to believe he's good at the guitar.
0: I know. It is it is a thing, though. Like, when you there – there is a hot guy, and you do go back drunk to his place, and he yes. plays the guitar. Like, it does work. Yes. But when you see it, like, on a screen TV, like, it just doesn't feel
1: – no. Well, it's like, I always think, like, you don't need – to play the guitar, just bring the guitar. It's like, I don't need a motorcycle, just carry around a motorcycle helmet. It gives the same, like, oh shit, the guy has a motorcycle, you know? Um, So, Madison and John, they talk, and they're like, yeah, we'll throw down, you know, they'll be hair, or however they say it. They're, what, what are they, they're making fun of, like, his, like, accent or something. They'll be hair. Um, I forgot that. Anyways, they say, yeah, you know, they're going to be here for spring break. We'll get together. So, we'll see where that heads us. and then. Catherine lets us know that this is Cameron texted her and um, uh, Craig said, Oh yeah, I told Leva today. Sorry. I told her what you said. And Catherine's like, well, thanks for being honest. And Cameron really said, why are you telling people? Jason is cheating on me on camera. And then like, try to be a good human. Cameron wrote. And Catherine was like, give me a break. I am a good human. I am one. And then she said, well, you know, rumors in Charleston, and she says, Cameron had no problem burning my house down. So she doesn't give a fuck what Cameron says. She's an asshole.
0: Well, that was the line right there. Like she had no problem burning my house down. Like if you're going back to like way back to bring something up, that means you're holding a grudge.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Which I feel like. It, but so is this why Cameron left the show?
0: That is my understanding, but I mean, it's never been confirmed, but that was definitely my understanding was that she got wind that this was going to be Catherine's storyline and she was going to try to drag Cam and... Cam was not having it. And Cam was very much like, you know, Jason has been so supportive of me wanting to have, you know, this life on the show and been respectful of the fact that I wanted to do it. And he didn't want to be a part of it. And I respected that. And for now, this man to be dragged in when he did never want to be a part of this, but let me be a part of it. It's just not fair. And he doesn't deserve that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I figure like she'd be like, yeah, I do not need this. I don't need to be on Southern charm, you know, like, and then do we know why the other two ladies left? Was it in, in conjunction? Was it in unison?
0: I mean, I think they just probably saw the writing on the wall. Like this show, there were so many problematic behaviors coming out of it and they didn't need that. They had their own lives going on. And like, what's the point? Like, what were they going to gain from it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was the end of the episode. And of course we see the preview for the remaining, uh, the, you know, what's coming up in the season. And we do, we, you know, we've, we've seen a lot of these scenes before, but it's, Pretty much John Pringle, you know, does get a thing for Madison. Madison and Austin do break up. Uh, of course, uh, uh, something happens called coronavirus and we see them go through, you know, uh, quarantine and that Charleston's a ghost town. Uh, did, did, what else is happening? Did
0: I mean, I know that we, talk, you know, the Calhoun statue,
1: which is Calhoun's oh, yes, yes.
0: ancestors gets removed, which um, is
1: a pretty big scene. Yeah. And of course we, they bring up the monkey emojis of Catherine. Like, so it'll be really interesting. And I don't know how many episodes there's going to be. I don't know if it's a normal season or if it's a shortened season like OC, but, um, I'll be very curious and also very curious. How soon in do we get quarantine episodes?
0: I know. I hope it's really soon because every time I see that clip of Shep behind the screen door <laughs> talking to Danny, I
1: just, it gives me the giggles. Yeah, it's like nothing can break through this screen door I have right here. <laughs> um, well, so Kiki, you, you are a light, you are a bright shining light. Thank you so much for doing this with me. Where, what are you doing tomorrow election day? How are you, how are you coping?
0: I have two bottles of tequila <laughs> and I'm going to hunker down at some location and just Wait I don't know. You
1: have two bottles of it and you might we might find you in an alleyway hunkered down with two <laughs> bottles of tequila. Exactly. <laughs> well it's so funny that you said that. Like that's why I'm getting these podcasts out tonight and I do have I have a couple bottles of wine I have cider I have hard ciders not regular hard ciders nice and uh, some vodka and I'm i really it's so sad like I really just plan on starting drinking early tomorrow so yeah
0: absolutely that's and, all you can do
1: yeah exactly so uh, but Kiki where can we find you on all social medias
0: um, you can find me on TikTok at The Talk of Shame and on Instagram at The Talk of Shame.
1: Guys, go follow her. She really is awesome. You heard it here this hour, at, and hopefully you'll you'll come back on because I would love to make this a regular thing with you. I would love to. Great. Thank you so much, Kiki. Kiki. Wait, sorry. Kiki, what's the last name? Kiki Monique. Kiki Monique. Let us know what Kiki Monique is like, you guys. I think that's a perfect name, but we're just we're we're workshopping things. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kiki. Thanks. Bye. batches